You're listening to the Inner Child Podcast. Manifesting spiritual connection and how both of these things are intimately tied to your inner child healing. In this episode, we're going to talk about some common misconceptions about what manifestation actually is. Three tips on how to start leaning into your desires and start actively creating your dream reality. Plus, this is really exciting. I'm going to share with you guys the very real story about how recently I was able to manifest my dream book deal with absolutely no written manuscript right after this intro. Hi, I'm Gloria Zhang, and after 10 years of struggling in toxic relationships, I attracted the love of my life by healing my inner child. This podcast is your weekly dose of my expertise as a therapist and dating relationship coach for high achievers. Learn tips to overcome low self-worth, emotional baggage, and childhood trauma so that you too can step into your power and attract the love you desire. Welcome to the Inner Child Podcast. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Inner Child Podcast. It's me, your host, Gloria, and each week we have a brand new episode out for you that dives into your inner child healing process, recovering from childhood trauma, and now creating and attracting the relationships and the life that you truly deserve. And speaking of a life that you truly deserve, Who doesn't want to absolutely manifest the life that they've always wanted? And that's what we're going to lean into today. We're going to talk all about manifesting, which for the purpose of this episode is geared more towards those of you who have already been on your healing journey for some time as we start moving through the beginner's phases of healing. It's a lot of processing, a lot of grief work and moving through trauma. And then the post-traumatic growth process happens later when you begin to reconnect with your spirituality, with your purpose, with your desires, and begin stepping into the next phase of this journey, which is actively co-creating not just the life that you had before, but the life that you truly want now. So let's address the elephant in the room. I kind of dropped a bomb in the introduction of today's episode. I have been fulfilling one of my childhood dreams of becoming an author, and I will tell you guys the whole story of how I was able to manifest this process in less than 12 months with no experience in really writing whatsoever. And so I've signed a book deal with an incredible company with such a beautiful mission statement that I truly align with. This is a publishing company that is dedicated to publishing books for underserved populations and topics that are really important for society, but that not a lot of people may know about. And I just want to put this out there for you guys, that this is going to be my first book. It's going to be sort of all-encompassing handbook to how to do the inner child work. And it's such a special process for me. And I have this feeling, I know that it's going to reach a lot of people. It's going to make a big impact but I never forget where I come from. And there are thousands of you listening right now who have been loyal listeners from the very beginning. And so I'm putting myself on record right now by telling you that once this book comes out in about a year's time, around that 12 month mark, I'm going to be running a free virtual book launch and book club. 
that's going to run for a few weeks where the bunch of us who join are going to get on video calls together to talk about the book, to go through exercises together. And we're going to top it off with some giveaways and freebies and pretty much a big party for all of you around the world as my way of saying thank you. So I'm really, really excited for this whole process. This book launch and book club is going to be coming next year. So stay tuned. If you're on my mailing list, we will be sending you updates at some point, or you're going to hear about it on the podcast. But for now, we're going to tune into our topic today, which is all about juicy, juicy manifestation and how it's intricately connected to the inner child work. So we're going to talk about three things today that I will absolutely cover in today's episode. We might go a little longer than usual, but that's because this is a very special episode. First, we're going to talk about what manifesting actually is, some common misconceptions especially if you've looked at things like the law of attraction or maybe watched the documentary called The Secret and why all of it is truly connected to all of this inner child healing work. Then I'm going to share with you the real story of what I did to manifest that book deal in less than 12 months with no manuscript, didn't do a lot of physical work other than pure intentionality. And finally, I'm going to share with you three tips to get you started on your manifesting journey, how to align yourself with your desires, start believing that things are possible for you, and how to start listening to your intuition. Now, if you're interested at the end of the episode, I'm going to be announcing a brand new program and offering that will be coming out at the end of this year, especially if you're my kind of folk who is really interested in manifesting, creating abundance, and advanced levels of healing beyond just survival into active co-creating and stay till the end. And if not, just enjoy our juicy tidbits before then. So let's get started today. And you know what? I actually wanted to tell you guys something. In a lot of my previous episodes, I have shared with you a lot of the struggles that I had personally gone through in my life, in my childhood, in my relationships. You guys know all about me at this point. But this time, I'm going to be sharing some of the magic that I have experienced in my life. I'm going to be sharing a lot about the abundance I received, the miracles that I've created in my life using my manifestation practices. And the reason I am letting you know this first is that I know personally that when I haven't been in a great place, sometimes it was really hard for me to hear people talking about all these great things happening in their lives. I would even feel like people were boasting or bragging about certain things. But really what I've come to understand is that that was me projecting my not enoughness onto them. You know, when you see people doing well in your life, sometimes it reminds us of where we are lacking in our own current lives. And the faster that you start reframing this point of view, the faster you're going to also start to be able to manifest things in your own life. So if any of you do feel that way, if you start to hear that judgy voice in your head saying, what the hell is Gloria talking about? Why is she boasting? I'm not doing any of those things, I promise. In fact, it's uncomfortable for me to even talk about myself a lot, to be very blunt, but I'm doing it in a way with the intentionality to show you what is possible for you as well. And that's how I encourage you to start thinking about things. Because no one wants to go through life feeling like crap every time you hear about someone who's doing really well, right? So the way I have learned to reframe this in my mind 
is when I see, you know, a celebrity or even a mentor who might have things that I truly desire that I don't have yet, I will think to myself, wow, that's amazing. I'm so happy for her. The fact that I am seeing this as an example is evidence and proof that this is possible for me too. If she can do it, then I can do it too. If he can accomplish that, then it means it is also possible for me to get there too. So let's take that mindset approach as we move forward, okay? And I promise it's going to help you in the long run. So let's talk about what manifesting is and what all of these misconceptions in pop culture have kind of skewed our definition and made it something that seems kind of kooky. Manifesting at its core is really about turning your ideas into physical reality. So think about it this way. Every human-made thing in the world, just look at the room around you, the cup you see, the computer, the phone you're looking at, the painting on the wall, the companies, the movies, the books, the inventions, the pieces of artwork, every single physical thing first began as an idea inside somebody's head. And that person took that idea and infused it with emotions, with inspired action, with magic, and turned and manifested that idea into a physical reality. That's really all it is, right? It's simple and you know that it's true. Think about every email you've written, every text you've sent to someone, every job that you decided to apply for, every piece of clothing that you decided to go out and buy. It all started with an idea in your head and you had the belief that it was possible to obtain that thing and with the fueling of that belief and intention, you were able to turn that idea and that thought into a real thing. That is the purely almost scientific way of looking at manifestation, but it goes even deeper. And a lot of my personal spiritual practice has really been around pondering this. And I've worked with many, many spiritual teachers, many schools of thought, which is all around where ideas come from, right? And no matter what school of thought you belong to, there's this universal understanding that ideas come from the universe almost. Ideas are almost things that we channel through and that come alive through us. Even this podcast. Now, you guys know that I'm a very deeply spiritual person. We all are. And even the idea for this podcast came to me one day by the grace of the universe it was my intuition that the name came to me, the idea, the concept came to me. And I had this inner knowing. I, I knew it was going to become like a top 100 podcast. And all I had to do was allow this idea to flow through me. So today I will interchange between energetics language and scientific language because we live at the intersection of both. And depending on what kind of person you are, Simply just align with the language that resonates with you more. And of course, keeping an open mind too. I think skepticism is a really healthy thing and having a critical thinking mind is really important. But it's also important to be humble about the state of human nature and that we really don't know everything and that certain things we can do our best using language to try to convey. So 
Manifesting is turning ideas into physical reality. And the thing is that we are always manifesting all the time, whether we like it or not, whether intentionally or subconsciously, because all of us have tens of thousands of thoughts running through our heads every single day and every moment, right? We are always manifesting realities. But where it comes in contact with inner child work is that the reality you are creating right now is based on your deepest, most inner layers of your belief systems. And your belief systems are truly what you actually believe about yourself, about the world, and about what is possible for you in the world. Now, where does that blueprint come from? Where does that belief system come from? Well, it comes from your childhood, right? Up until the age of eight, the first eight years of our life are the most important for forming these basic beliefs. In childhood, we are just sponges absorbing everything around us. And by the time we go into adulthood, we're already carrying all of this conditioning. And so the very act of doing the inner child healing is spiritual in nature. It's a spiritual cleansing of unlearning the things that are not true and really rediscovering who you actually are. Now, here's where it gets a little bit scary because we don't know all of our conditioning at all. And it's running the show, whether you like it or not. So we've talked about money wounds before. If you grew up believing that money is bad, that money is at the root of all evil, that you shouldn't have a lot of money, you shouldn't have wealth, or that it's not possible to have money, or that you never had money growing up, that is going to be your blueprint for what you manifest. And it's going to limit the amount of income that you allow yourself to make simply because you're allowing it on an unconscious level. And it also means that if you do encounter a large amount of money, that you're going to find some kind of way to get rid of it or spend it or lose it in order to match the emotional set point at which you are comfortable with. Same thing with relationships. We've talked about this on past episodes. If you don't truly believe that you are lovable or that love is possible for you and you're not working on changing those beliefs, then it's not going to be possible for you because you're not going to allow it, right? And you will attract into your life what it is that you truly believe. Now, attraction, again, people don't always like when I use that word. Attraction doesn't mean like literally a magnet, pulling things into your life. Attraction is also about how you are showing up in the world, what you are paying attention to, the choices that you are making, the decisions and micro decisions that you are making. And so knowing that your beliefs and your conditioning is so, so powerful, it also means that on the flip side, that when you master your belief system and you master these practices of manifesting, you can literally create the life you want. You can literally create and bring in everything that you could possibly desire in this world, right? It sounds unbelievable. And I am a living embodiment of that. I have created everything I've wanted, right? My business, my partner, my friendships, even the home I'm living in. And again, I'm saying this not to brag or to boast if I'm not like that but to show you that it's possible for you too, because I want you listening to be able to have the power to do the things and have the things that you want. All right. 
Now, some things that manifesting are not. I think in pop culture, there's this kind of belief that if you just write 50 affirmations or 100 affirmations, that simply thinking the thing will make it just appear in your hand. And it doesn't work like that. That's a very, very gross oversimplification of what it actually is. In fact, you don't have to write any affirmations at all to bring things into your reality. That is a tool, uh, one tool out of a dozen, you know, hundreds of tools that can be used. But again, don't get distracted by the strategies. You really need to understand the mechanisms of how this stuff actually works. And I will put out a disclaimer, first of all, that I didn't grow up with things like law of attraction or things in the Western world. As you guys know, I am Chinese-Canadian. I was raised by Chinese parents. And in my family lineage, I don't know if this is true for other Chinese people, but we had our own concept of manifestation. And if I were to translate this into English, and it's going to sound terrible, I'm going to butcher this, so I apologize. We had this saying of, if you decide something is meant for you, then there's nothing that can break that destiny for that thing becoming yours. There's nothing you can do to prevent that thing from happening if that's what you decide. Something along those lines. You know, and despite all the challenges and heartache that I have with my parents growing up, the one very good thing that I'm very grateful that my mom did give to me was this understanding that your intentions become reality and that the universe truly does conspire to bring you what you want with the right intentions and with a clear heart. But if you're dragging around trauma from your childhood, you won't be able to hold on to the things that you're trying to create. And that's why doing the trauma healing is really important first. All right. So if you're a total beginner to inner child work, this stuff is not going to help you. In fact, it's not going to work for you for that very same reason, because it will be bypassing the necessary steps of doing the inner child work first. All right. So if you're new here, go back to episode number one, come back to this at another time. Now, I grew up with what you could only call miracles. And I'm going to use that term very broadly, miracles in the sense of things happening in life that seem almost statistically impossible. And that was very normal for me growing up because of this family culture that we had. In a single generation, from my parents coming here to Canada with less than $200 in their pocket, in a single generation was able to turn around poverty into them now owning their dream home, their dream jobs, literally traveling around the world as we speak on cruises and things like that with the power of pure intention to my sister, who's an even better manifester than I am. My sister who literally manifested hundreds of thousands of dollars of scholarships without barely doing anything at all. It just dropped into her lap, into her dream law school, into her dream job, her dream partner. Literally everything my sister has ever wanted has just happened for her. And the same for myself. Now, what I experienced before I did the inner work, I was really great at bringing things into my reality, but then somehow it would slip away. So I would make a whole bunch of money and then I would lose $10,000 in a cryptocurrency scam. True story. I'm not going to go into it right now, but it was because my inner belief system and my nervous system wasn't calibrated to the level that was required in order to sustain these experiences in my life. You understand? From an energetic perspective, every type of experience in life 
almost has this energetic set point that you have to match at that level in order to hold that thing in your life. And a lot of it comes down to beliefs. In other words, if you don't believe that you are worthy of something, like if you don't truly believe that you are worthy of something, it's going to be really, really hard, nearly impossible for you to hold on to that thing or just to be happy with that thing. And you know it's true because it happens in every aspect of your life. And just like the many things in life that do have a paradoxical nature, manifesting is paradoxical in itself. If you don't believe that it works, if you don't believe that it's real, then it actually will not be real for you, (laughs) right? But if you allow yourself or start choosing the belief that it is real, these serendipitous things will just start happening for you in your life. And now it's happened for me. It's happened for my clients. I see it everywhere. It's just a normal occurrence in my life now. You know, last year, in fact, there were two clients, very interesting, the the timing of these things, two separate clients that after doing a lot of the inner work, suddenly had their dream jobs just sort of fall into their laps and they each paid them $20,000 more than their previous job. Dream jobs, like aligned values, amazing people, essentially exactly what they were looking for. And I had another client who wanted to break into a kind of obscure niche. I had never really heard of it before. And she didn't know exactly how it was going to happen. But what we were telling her was to keep trusting the process, right? Keep living true to your authentic self. And she started volunteering at some place. And by some, you know, freak coincidence, she met an important person while she was volunteering, They really got along and that person offered her some kind of opportunity in that exact area that she was interested in. No way anyone could have predicted that. But these miraculous serendipitous things will happen once you start listening to your intuition. Now, if you're not a woo-woo or spiritual person at all and you're listening to me thinking, Gloria has gone off the deep end. (laughs) She has really lost her mind this time. That's absolutely not true. In fact, everything that I've created in this podcast has come from my intuition and has come from this inner knowing that I have. In fact, I have been planning for over one year to do an episode on this, but I knew that my audience wasn't ready to hear this message at the time. I had to do a lot of episodes around just the basic foundations of trauma and inner child work first, right? So we started with the core wounds and then we talked about the mother and father wounds. And then we talked about attachment styles and so on and so forth. And it's been about a year and a half since I started. And at this point, I feel this intuitive nudge that my audience is now ready to hear about these next phases of growth and healing. Plus with the timing with the book deal, it just worked out perfectly. And If you're hearing this, you were meant to hear this. You're meant to be here right now hearing these words. So just try to keep an open mind because now I'm going to dive into the three steps, very basic, simplistic ways for you to start manifesting your dream reality and to start tapping into these energies that are all around us. And after I give you these three tips, I'm actually going to share with you my story about the book deal to really put into practice and show in action how I used these three steps myself. So fair warning, this is a very simplistic way I'm trying to describe this. 
but that's because this is a podcast and there's just no way I could condense this huge topic into one episode. It's just physically impossible. But if you are curious to learn more, just wait till the end where I'm going to share a brand new offering. So tip number zero before we get to number one is that you must do the trauma healing work. All right. Because if you have trauma, then you are living with defense mechanisms all the time. Your defense mechanisms are using up a lot of your resources, right? You're spending a lot of mental, emotional energy keeping up your walls, keeping up the people-pleasing, the trust issues, the self-sabotage. That's all leaky energy, right? And if you want to intentionally create things in your life, you need all your energy, all your intention and healing your inner child will help dismantle these defense mechanisms and replace them with healthier ways of living in this life so that you can free up all of your cognitive resources and energy and use that juice to then manifest things into reality. So you cannot do that without doing the inner work. Go to a therapist, join a program, whatever it is that you need to do. Step number one is to start embodying the identity of the version of you that already has the thing that you want. So I'm just going to take off my sweater here. It is hot in this room, but we're moving soon anyway. So <laughs> that's another story, All right? So embodying the identity of the future version of you that already has what you want. So this is not about faking it till you make it because nothing is fake. It is simply by understanding the reality of time, that time itself is kind of an illusion. We could go into quantum physics, but let's just keep it simple. The fact that time actually exists multidimensionally at all times, right? And so we are simply accessing the future version of you that already does exist, just not right now. So you're tapping into that future version of you and start living as if you are already that person. And the reason that this step is so important is because you have to start believing that you already have this in a way to make it normal, right? To normalize how, yeah, like, of course I have a book. Yeah, of course I have written a screenplay. Of course I have my dream job, right? Whatever it is that you truly desire, start embodying the identity of the version of you that already has that thing and then begin making decisions as that version of you. So if we want to use a metaphor, it's almost like you have one foot in the present and being present is really important, being grateful for what you have, for being mindful and intentional, but also having one foot in the future and living as if, right? Truly living and acting and believing as if. So that by the time that thing arrives at your front door, you're not freaking out about, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. Can't believe it right? Listen to those words. I can't believe it's happening. You're literally pushing it away by saying, I do not believe this. Okay. That's not the energy we want. We want the energy of by the time that thing gets to you, it's just like, oh, no big deal. <laughs> I already knew it was going to happen. I believed it was going to happen. Again, this is a very simplistic way I'm talking about this, but really tap into that identity. What does that version of you look like? What do they talk like? How do they present themselves in the world? How do they hold themselves in the world, right? What do they believe about themselves, about their abilities? And start taking that on as if it was you. 
Step number two is that once you decide what you want and you start embodying that version of you, you're going to start getting these intuitive nudges, almost like these ideas that we talked about that spontaneously come into your head, right? And knowing that ideas come from source or universe. If you grew up in organized religion, some people will describe this as the voice of God. If you're more of a new age person, you might describe it as intuitive hits, right? Intuitive nudges, your higher self speaking. When you start feeling moments of inspiration, random thoughts that pop into your head that feel really aligned and connected, you have to take action on it, despite what other people around you might say. This is what self-trust really is, trusting that you actually know best, all right? So the sort of new age word for this is called inspired action, right? Action that comes from a place of inspiration, actions that make you feel lit up, ideas that make you feel lit up, and following through on those things. Now, sometimes your manifestations will often actually come from unexpected channels And you can't really see it at the beginning, but it will kind of end up there. And you really have to trust and allow yourself to receive. And that is step number three. Step number three is the ultimate test. It's when things start happening in your reality that start pointing towards the thing that you want. You have to receive it. And this is where a lot of folks will fall into self-sabotage, especially if they don't have a mentor or if they haven't done the inner work first. You'll get close to getting the thing you want and then the walls start coming up and you start thinking, oh no, you panic, right? And you think, maybe I don't deserve this or you almost try to talk yourself out of wanting it. You start to say things like, oh, maybe I don't actually want this or maybe I'm not ready yet or et cetera, et cetera. And you will actually repel and push that thing away or lose the opportunity or find some kind of way of sabotaging it. That's the biggest mistake. And I think it's very common in a lot of folks who haven't really mastered these energies, right? They'll be really good at starting things, but never really finishing them. But receiving and fully surrendering and receiving to that thing, that is what will help you cross the finish line. All right, so those three tips. Number one, embodying the identity of the version of you that already has what you want. Number two, listening to those intuitive nudges. And you must take action and follow through on that inspired action. And then number three, fully receiving and trusting and allowing yourself to actually receive the thing that comes your way, whether it comes from an expected channel or through some way that's totally unexpected. So now I'm going to show how exactly I manifested that book deal. So when I was a little girl, one of my dreams was to become an author. I escaped into books and fantasies and, you know, Harry Potter and all my books when I was a little kid. And that's how I survived a lot of my childhood. And when I was in grade one, oh God, I wish I can find this for you guys. I'll try to look for it at some point, but... I had a substitute teacher. Her name was Miss Thackeray. It was an unusual last name. And she had written this little note to me on a blue piece of paper that said, Gloria, you're going to be the most amazing author (laughs) when you're older. I just know it. And I had held on to that little piece of paper ever since because just those two sentences she wrote 
gave me so much hope and belief in myself. And I knew I just had to make it happen one day. And so 12 months ago, I decided that I was ready to finally take on this childhood dream to become a successful author or whatever. And I have a lot of faith in myself. And I knew that I've been able to manifest so many things already, you know, like my podcast, my business, my partner, my home. And so to me, it was just one more thing to check off the list. So to start with the identity, you guys might have noticed that last year I changed my Instagram handle to by Gloria Zhang, B-Y Gloria Zhang. Maybe it was like a year and a half ago or something. And that was very intentional. It's because authors will sign off with a by, you know, by Stephen King, by Gary Chapman, by Margaret Atwood. And so I changed all of my handles to the buy and started living as if I was already a successful author. I bought a whole bunch of beautiful pens, like golden pens that felt very luxurious, that made me feel, you know, good and powerful when I held those pens. And I invested in a couple of really fancy journals and would just, you know, write in them, sipping my coffee and just truly visualizing and getting really, really excited around, I'm going to be an author. I don't know how it's going to happen. I've never written a book, but I'm going to become an author. And I just did that for a while, just trusting, fully believing that I could do this. This was possible for me. Now, about half a year ago, one of my friends reached out to me just randomly. Like she doesn't even live in the same country as me anymore. She moved to the UK and she just dropped into my DMs one day and said, Hey, Gloria, this magazine I read is looking for a relationship columnist. Out of curiosity, I clicked on it. I saw it. And then my inner nudge just started screaming, right? And if you guys don't know, it was Rock and Roll Bride magazine. It's the magazine I've been writing for for the past year. And the colors and the messaging and the fact that they were so inclusive and the biggest magazine for alternative brides and very open and inclusive of the queer community. I was like, this is for me. Sign me up. Hell yes. And a ton of people had been applying to this, including real writers, like people who actually wrote articles. And I had no experience, but I knew like I had this calling. I knew this was meant for me somehow. My intuitive senses are very, very strong, very powerful. So I applied and I got it <laughs> against all odds, you know, against all of these competitors who technically seemed a lot more qualified than I did. But for some reason, Kat chose me. So Kat, if you're listening, thank you. I appreciate it. And I'm absolutely just delighted in writing for this magazine. Love, love, loved it. But of course, that wasn't the ending, right? Because my dream was really to become an author. Now, of course, I continue trusting and believing because I know the process and I know how this works. Now, a couple of weeks ago, Andrew actually bought me a book. It was one of the latest books by Rick Strassman, who's a researcher that we both absolutely adore. And the really interesting thing is we don't really buy physical books. You know, Andrew and I listen to a lot of podcasts. We do a lot of the audiobooks on Audible. We don't buy a lot of physical books, especially this year. It was weird that he bought a book at all, but he just randomly bought me this book one day. I remember noticing the publishing company and sort of feeling something, right? I can't really describe what it was. I felt something. And I thought, that's interesting. Read the book, put it back on the shelf. And here's where I'm going to get goosebumps. <laughs> I kid you not, seven days later, 
I received an email from the very same publishing company asking, Hey, Gloria, we as a company are looking to publish a book, an introductory book on inner child healing, and we're looking for a candidate with some writing experience. Would you like to apply? Now, my jaw should have dropped like crazy, but because I had been embodying this identity of author for so long, it was just sort of this, yeah, of course this would happen, you know, (laughs) and just full trusting. Now, I closed my computer and I took a few laps around the house (laughs) to really let it sink in because I thought, wow, like it's happening. This manifestation is finally coming to fruition. Now, before I even replied to them, I checked in again with my desires, with my intentions. And I thought, what is it that I've always wanted? Yes, I did want to write a book on inner child healing, but I just want to do the writing. I don't want to deal with the marketing and publishing and distributing. Like That is not in my zone of genius. I just want to work my magic to write this book. So I came back and I thought, that's crazy. I have the writing experience now from the Rock and Roll Pride magazine. So I submitted a few of those magazines to this place. They get back to me a few days later. I got the job. (laughs) And I was so happy. You know, again, I'm not in disbelief. Like, I can't believe this is happening. Because by saying I can't believe, you're saying that you don't believe. Right? And language is important. I just said, yes, I'm excited. And it was exactly what I wanted. They said they're going to take care of all the marketing, the distribution, all the back-end stuff. I just have to write the damn thing exactly to the T, exactly what I had been envisioning for the last 12 months. And literally this opportunity just dropped into my lap and I couldn't be more honored to be working with such a beautiful company with such a beautiful message. And I do promise you guys, I've already spoken to my manager. We're going to be booking off lots of time for me to focus on just making this book happen and making it the best thing I've ever created and put my heart into. And that's the story. (laughs) And if you listen carefully, I hit all of those three points that I gave you today, all three tips, right? I took on the identity and started shifting my beliefs into the fact that it was possible and it was normal. I listened to those intuitive nudges and took inspired action, even if it seemed like it wasn't directly related to that thing, but I simply followed what lit me up and what felt really, really good for me, right? Totally in touch with my feelings. And number three, when the manifestation finally arrived, literally in my lap, in literally dropped into my inbox, I had no manuscript, nothing. I was open to receiving it, right? I allowed myself to celebrate it and I focused on what felt good, what felt really, really good in my body. And I allowed myself to have it. I think that's probably the most important key point there. Again, don't be deceived by how simple these steps are because it's really about getting the basics down really straight. There is no real magic pill other than doing the basics really, really well. And even if you just go with these three points, you're going to be making a lot more magic in your life. So if this was like an aha, mind-blowing, exciting episode for you, take a screenshot, tag me on Instagram at Zhang, because I want to hear from you guys. And I want to know 
what is it that you are manifesting? So if you're sharing this, tell me what is it exactly that you are manifesting into your life that you're going to use these three steps for. I almost forgot the coolest part of the story. I totally forgot. I'm just going to slip this in right now. But actually, within 24 hours of me signing that book deal, Andrew and I got confirmation that we got our dream place. I'm not even kidding. So there's a little bit of a backstory. I know you guys know I just moved. But actually, a few months ago, our landlord told us that, unfortunately, they had to move back in. We have a great relationship with our landlords. They're really, really nice But of course, we were disappointed. We really liked this place. And so we were looking for other places. And we saw probably one of my dream homes. Thought there's no way that we're going to get this place. But we kind of just applied for fun. And the deal kept going through. There was like five typos. They put the wrong price on it. Like it just was going back and forth. Seemed like it just wasn't going to happen. But it happened. (laughs) And so I had these two amazing manifestations coming to fruition within a 24-hour period. And then I felt inspired to record this episode. So now you guys know the full story. (laughs) So if you are a manifester listening to this, or you consider yourself to be a visionary, a leader, or you just have this gut feeling like you're meant for more in this life, then it's no accident that you're here. It's no accident that you are interested in the inner child healing in this episode even. What if I told you that you've only barely scratched the surface of a world of abundance and magic and that there is so, so much more that could be available to you, Vesti? Now, my clients for months have been asking me if there was another way to keep working together. And so... After a lot of contemplation, and this idea also just kind of came through to me, I am going to be opening up a very high-level mentorship for a very small group of people that's going to launch at the end of this year. It's going to be called the Abundance Inner Circle, and it is going to be my most intimate program. It's a high-level mentorship for high achievers who have already been on their healing journey for a while and are ready to shed the old identities of survival and trauma and hustle and are ready to step into and create a new identity in a limitless world of greater purpose and abundance and want to be personally mentored by me. This is something I've never offered before. I can tell you I'm heckin' excited for this because we are going to make magic and co-create magic together for you. Whether it is about doubling your income or finding that dream career, but also not only attracting these things into your life, I will be teaching you how to build true, real CEO habits that I use personally to create a life of discipline, consistency, but also integrating that with a lot of easefulness and fun. It's also about mastering not just attraction, but the longevity of what it really takes to sustain juicy, deepened relationships, wealth, finances, experiences, whether it's publishing that book for you or becoming a thought leader in your industry, we are going to make magic happen and 5x your investment in just six months. Now, if you feel called to this, this is literally your calling speaking through me to you I've got a wait list up right now. You can sign up in the link below or go to buygloriazang.com slash inner circle. 
It's just a waitlist for now because at the time of launch, this program at first will only be available to clients and students or past students of my programs just for now because this is very advanced, very powerful stuff. And you need to have the foundation of having done the trauma work first before you're ready to take this on. And then when I open this up to the public, I'm also going to need proof of your journey. If you've gone to therapy, if you've attended programs in the past, to really show that you are ready to now take on this next step in healing. And as I mentioned, this is going to be very small, very intimate. Each group is probably going to be less than 10 people, I imagine, because it's very powerful stuff. And this is not something I'm comfortable just putting in a course and, you know, putting it out there. But you need to be guided through this. And at this point, I'm only comfortable to verbally transmit this to folks who want to join me in this journey. So my loves, thank you for joining me in today's episode. And listen, we've got a whole bunch of freebies, workshops, and downloadables in the show notes below if you want to access some free resources. I had an absolute blast in this episode. Really excited about the book as well. And for our next episode coming out next week. So my loves, have a beautiful day and a beautiful life and lots of abundance and love to you. Bye for now. If you love this episode, please hit subscribe and give us a five-star review. It really helps me a lot, so thank you. To join the community and get your daily dose of inner child tips, follow me on Instagram and social media at ByGloriaZang or visit ByGloriaZang.com. If you're a high achiever or an entrepreneur who wants to work with me, message me the words high achiever and I'll get in touch. Thanks, bestie. See you in the next one.